When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. during the show that we're going to keep an eye on. The NBA Finals tipping off tonight. It is Denver against Miami. The Miami Heat, like the Florida Panthers, the last seed in the Eastern Conference. They've made it all the way to the championship series. So that series tips off tonight. At the Memorial Cup, it's the tiebreaker game. It's Peterborough against Kamloops. The winner goes to the semifinal tomorrow against Seattle. The winner of that game goes to the championship match on Sunday against Quebec. So uh, that one starts in about an hour, but we'll keep you updated once they get going. Can also tell you, the uh, Edmonton Stingers had that game last night. It was uh, still in the first quarter when we signed off at 8 o'clock. They got the win 99-94 over Niagara. So they're 1-2 and two on the season. Ahir Uguak had 22 points. Stingers uh, with about a week and a half until they play next. It's going to be June 10th at home at the Expo Center, 7.30 against the Ottawa Blackjacks. The Blackjacks logo is just the number 21. No, it's actually a rabbit or something. But I, I think it'd be funny if it was just the number 21. I remember, I think it was Rick Riley who uh, was a very clever writer when he was with Sports Illustrated. Well, that's how best I remember him. Uh, and there there were all those reports uh, in that one part of Michael Jordan's career that he was an excessive gambler and may have had a problem or something like that. And I believe it was Rick Riley who wrote, hey, uh, I'm not saying Michael Jordan has a gambling problem, but he yells blackjack every time he scores his 21st point of the game. I thought that was pretty funny. Rick Riley also responsible for one of, I think, one of the greatest lines ever in sports writing. Some of you may remember quarterback Randall Cunningham started uh, with the Eagles. Who else did he play for? He played for the Vikings. I'm not sure if he had any other stops. Uh, Rick Riley wrote that Randall Cunningham could dance between raindrops. That is a classic line. Anyway, a little bit of a tangent there for you. Uh, so, yeah, Stinkers uh, got the win. They'll play the Ottawa Blackjacks in a week and a half. The uh, I want to tell you about this. Uh, well, first of all, the Blue Jays won today 3-1 over Milwaukee, so that's good. The Edmonton Riverhawks, now... Their season is starting. You're not going to see them at home until June 13th, but they are uh, on the road tomorrow to play in Bellingham. We're going to have Brendan Lepke, pitcher for the Riverhawks, on the show a little bit later on tonight, so you'll get to know him and find out more about the current team. Something else about the Riverhawks I want to discuss as we uh, move along tonight as well. And, of course, the Edmonton Elks. We're slowly getting there. We're, uh, we're into June now, Sunday, June 11th. 
regular season opener at home against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on 6.30, Chad. 3.30 for the countdown to kick off the game at 5. So the Elks, even though they don't have a game this weekend, practicing all week and then having a scrimmage tomorrow, head coach Chris Jones talks about handling that. We have the long delay between our last preseason game and when we actually play Saskatchewan, so we emulated a, uh, a practice week this week. Today was our walkthrough day, uh, so I wanted to, to show them exactly how we did it. And People say, well, why do you do that when you've got guys that have played for you before? It's your second year. Well, we've got you know about 30, 30 guys on our roster that, that weren't here last year, so it's a good opportunity to have a dress rehearsal and uh, have a a good solid day four mental day get their legs back we're going to go to the pool this afternoon and uh, get their bodies back and then from there we we have our uh, simulated red zone scrimmage tomorrow and so we'll be uh, you know uh, competing hard in the morning and uh, and that'll pretty much wrap it up yeah and uh, and then we're on to uh, our first game of the year Okay, a little bit of summary there from uh, Chris Jones talking to Dave Campbell at practice earlier today. More on the Elks as we move along tonight. And, uh, yeah, we've been talking about that. We had that great interview with Shannon Brooks last night, a running back for the team. If you miss that one, you can uh, get the Inside Sports podcast wherever you find your podcast. Go to the 630 Ched website. Go to the show page. All the audio is archived there. He's an incredible story. He He has his left leg does not look like a that it belongs to the leg of an athlete because it's incredibly swollen. It looks like he has a calf in both the front and the back of the leg, uh, and that's as, as a result of an injury in high school, very close to his mother who passed away in 2018. Uh, Shannon was walking towards an oncoming train in December of uh, 2019 and uh, sort of snapped out of it at the last minute and decided, hey, you, you, you want to live? He was still struck by the train and uh, took some facial injuries, so he's a pretty remarkable story. So that was an awesome interview we had last night on the show. Uh, just to have on... Uh, well, what are they showing? Oh, this is a Plays of the Week show. I thought Matthew Kachuk was on live with those guys, but they had the uh, him on with the basketball guys. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was Shannon Brooks last night. I was talking about the Edmonton Riverhawks. This is, uh, I, I like this as someone who uh, enjoys the occasional pint. The Edmonton Riverhawks and Alley Cat Brewing signing a deal to make the uh, brewery the exclusive beer provider at Remax Field the first time an Edmonton sports venue will offer only craft beer. And this is long overdue in my mind. And yes, I know the larger leagues have, uh, have, uh, you know, deals with very uh, large uh, national or international breweries. So sometimes you have to honor those and uh, get uh, get the well-known beers out to the masses. I, I think this is great. So Alley Cat is going to be the exclusive beer at Riverhawks games this season, which is nice. So for fun here, 780-496-0063. And you can always contact the show. If you got a good old-fashioned telephone, it is the hotline by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email me, inside sports at 630ched.com. Send me a direct message. Follow me on Twitter if you like, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And in a couple minutes, we got a crazy story about Twitter. 
that you're going to hear. And as you, if you listen with any regularly, you know that I am not a huge fan of the platform or much social media in general. And, and I think the story that we're going to have here is, uh, is perhaps reinforces why I feel that way. Uh, but anyway, that's how you can get in touch. So it, it, on this show, we have occasionally done uh, interviews with uh, people who own and or operate uh, craft breweries. We we have had Alley Cat on the show. Uh, Alley Cat's a great brewery. Uh, Blind Man Brewing at a Lacombe is another one that comes to mind. So I want you to, to write in or call in. What is your favorite Alberta-based craft brewery? We can give them some love here. We can give if you love. We'll give them some free advertising. Why not? Alley Cat's go to Riverhawks game. Uh, we're into June. It's going to be, you know, hopefully a nice summer for having a, a sip or two, but it's hot out. So let me know your favorite Alberta craft brewery. I probably can't think of all of them off the top of my head. Uh, certainly, you know, I mean, but what's the one out of Pinocchio, uh, Killen? Is that Siding 14? There's something like that. In Edmonton, we got tons. Uh, I'm trying, I, I shouldn't even, there's like, what, SYC Brewing now, I think is one of them. So there's there's tons. What's your favorite? And, and hey, this sometimes this helps to recommend to other people who want to try. Uh, 780-496-0063. So there we go. Alley Cat teaming up with the Edmonton Riverhawks. Also, all right, so here's here's this Twitter story. Here's this Twitter story. A veteran ref- oh this is this is timely. NBA final start tonight. This is an NBA story. A veteran referee getting in a little trouble as the league gets ready for the finals. Eric Lewis was not selected as one of the 12 referees who will work the NBA Finals between the Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat, while the league continues to look into whether he used a Twitter account to defend himself and other officials from online critiques. Lewis had been chosen to work the finals in each of the last four seasons. After some now-deleted tweets were revealed by a pair of Twitter users last week, the league opened an investigation into whether Lewis violated NBA rules by speaking about officiating in an unauthorized manner. I'm Geffen cool ball okay so he's not picked and then perhaps he goes on to twitter saying he's not eric lewis or just claiming to be someone else defending uh eric lewis what do you call those Kellen? burner accounts that's a burner account. that's yeah. a burner account if you're not the person that you say you are i guess now i i, I on social media well, some people don't even pretend to be themselves or anybody. They'll just call themselves like, you know, Cat Power 45 or whatever. Uh, but obviously this guy is a, an NBA referee. So that's, yeah, that's, I mean, who knows? Who knows what the investigation is going to find out? Uh, so he works the finals the last four seasons. And then did he use a Twitter account to defend himself? And it's and it says other officials from online critiques. So maybe it wasn't just him, but probably really uh, shouldn't be doing this. The uh, the the name that the account was under uh, Blair Cutliffe. Blair Cutliffe maybe was referee Eric Lewis. I suppose it hasn't been proven that he was doing this. But that's why uh, I'm not a big Twitter user because sometimes look, there's there's a lot of nasty stuff and people say mean things. I think some people do it just to try to get a rise out of somebody else. So I'm like, don't give them the satisfaction. And then yeah, it's also like, who are you? Like uh, like who are you? You're sending this. Are you okay. Like uh, who are you? I don't know. So this, did he write this about the refs? Was it somebody else? I don't know. Who are you? Anyway, kind of an interesting story. We'll keep an eye on that one as well. Also, Kellen, to follow up on something we briefly... And here's another thing people can participate in, 780-496-0063. We uh, had the clip 
At the end of last night's show, the kicker for the Elks, Dean Faithful, uh-huh. who is uh, from England, was talking about the show Ted Lasso, which apparently was the end of the series last night by the sounds of it. By the sounds of it. You, know, you, you and I do not watch the show. I, Correct. I don't get – it's on Apple. I believe. I, mm. for Apple television. I only get orange and peach. I don't get Apple television. <laughs> so uh, I, I didn't watch the show. I, I've been aware that it's quite popular. Jason Sudeikis is the star. I find him uh, quite entertaining. He was on Saturday Night Live for a few years. I always enjoyed his work. Uh, so if anybody watched Ted Lasso, and now I did read a couple reviews. There was one review I read. This guy did not like this third season. He thought it was very uh, bloated and excessive. Um, I, I don't know if that's how people felt. So, uh, fill me in on Ted Lasso. We, they don't spoil it for everybody. Don't write in like, well, it turns out Ted's father was an alien. I, I don't know. Would that even fit in with the show? Probably not. It's about soccer. Uh, <laughs> well, I do think if you inject alien conspiracy, it would make any show better, including this one. Anyway, uh, Ted Lasso, good, bad. Worth watching. Did did you watch? Are, are Kellen and I uh, missing out? Just another show. Whatever. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I haven't been watching. What have I watched lately? I've been wa- I watched the Ant Man movie a couple weeks ago. It wasn't bad. Quantum Mania. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I watch all the Marvel movies. Most of them are at least entertaining. I want to go see this uh, movie with the little raccoon that's in the theaters now. What are they called? Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm. Uh, it's, I think it's the third one. They got that little raccoon running around. He's, he invents stuff or something like that. And that tree guy. What's his name? Gort? Groot. Groot. Groot yes. the tree guy. I think that's his full name. <laughs> uh, Groot. Uh, last name, please. The tree guy. Actually, he just says, I am Groot, over and over again, so you wouldn't need to ask for his name. That's all he ever says. So, uh, Ted Lasso, any good? Uh, Well, you know what else people could tell us? Favorite sports television show, not movie. By the way, tomorrow we got a really interesting guest on the show who makes uh, sports movies. Ah, You might know who that is, Kellen. Mm -hmm. Some people might know. He's coming into studio. Uh, Favorite sports television? Have there been a lot of sports television shows over the years? There's been a few. What was that? Wasn't there that one? Uh, he shoots, he scores in the '80s. Yeah, the one that remind the one that comes to mind uh, in my mind is Coach, which was the uh, the, the who was that? that uh, it was that was. yeah, the guy. Yeah, of course, the guy, the guy was the in guy, it. Guy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in Cheers, Ted Danson played a former Red Sox pitcher. I wouldn't say that was a sports themed show. Right. Wasn't there one where Burt Reynolds was a football coach? Was that Evening Shade? I didn't watch that either. Was it that I may be getting this wrong? Oh, what was the guy? Uh, Craig T. Nelson was coach. Wasn't That's he? it, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, somehow that of all the things I randomly remember, <laughs> the star of a show I did not watch. Uh, anyway, so we got favorite your favorite Alberta craft brewery, and uh, is Ted Lasso any good? And uh, your favorite uh, sports television show we got mm. well we got a variety of top we just might try to set a record for Off the topics of, topics we might try to set a record for that tonight okay we do have a lot of good stuff coming up luke gazdick has been an awesome guest on this show all hockey season long presented by avalon foundation repair western canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years home of the lifetime warranty he's on between 6 30 and 7 he'll talk about the stanley cup final i'm sure we'll get into some other stuff phil bork is on a little bit later on covers the pittsburgh penguins and they named uh kyle Dubas, their uh, GM today, while the uh, former uh, 
well, Dubas's former team hired hired Brad Tree Living as the uh, well. I guess they kind of did that yesterday, but he spoke today. So anyway, round and round they go in the NHL. Phil and I always get into a lot of other stories, though, so that'll be fun. Some other special things coming up as we move along tonight. We'll call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chet. <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Okay, I got a message here on Twitter from a uh, person going by the name of uh, Hickey Sticks. They got a picture of Nuge as their profile picture. Sports TV show Shorzy, recent show about hockey, the Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs. Apparently the name of the team. He said Jay Onright was on the show. He's been on this program several times. All right. So uh, I quickly Googled. I think we missed an obvious one that was very popular, Kellen. Uh, Friday Night Lights was a very popular and well-received television show centered Mm, around high school football. Was it not? I don't know. Uh, what's sorry, Friday Night Lights, you said? Yeah. Uh, I, it was a movie, and then I think it became a TV show. It was show. a TV show, yes, which I think was quite well-received. So maybe that's I did see the movie, and I did enjoy the movie. The movie it's uh, one of my top sports movies ever. I, yeah, I, I read the book, too. It's a good book. 780-496-0063. Tony. Tony, what's on your mind? Hey, I was actually just about ready to say uh, Friday Night Lights. It was probably one of the best uh, football TV shows I've ever that I've seen in a long time. It's uh, great. If you can find it, I'd say it's one of my recommended. Um, I got a question for you about the Elks this season. How many games do you see us winning at home? Now, Tony, why would you do that to me? Because, honestly, I'm going to be honest, okay? I'm, 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 a huge, I'm a huge Elks fan, or LS, whatever you call them, right? I'm a, huge, I'm a huge fan like that. I want them to win. So I do. do I. And I just feel like... Five. And... Oh, re- oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you credit for that one because, I don't know, I just feel like they don't want to play for Jones. Uh, but now, like. you you have an issue with Chris Jones because you wanted him fired last season. Yeah, because, because you know what? He, he was here in Edmonton, and then he got the position. He was here for, what, a year, two years, and then he's two like, years. Oh, I'm going to Saskatchewan. I'm going to Saskatchewan. He lasted in Saskatchewan for, what, I think a year or two? Three years. And then... Okay, three years. Well, I I wasn't I haven't really been keeping track, but it just seems like, you know, he runs to the money. You know, I want a guy who is loyal to the team who is going to make this team better. And well, he, I think he I is. think he's made the team better this year. Uh, every time he and I understand that concern about Chris Jones. Every time he left, it has been for a promotion. Whenever he's left. I think the Elks are going to be better. I think that they will, uh, hopefully they can at least flirt with 500 in a playoff spot. So I'll predict five home victories. How about that? Okay. Uh, We'll get to more of your feedback. Thank you, Tony, for the call. Luke Gazdick is coming up next as well.